hey, I'm not the one. I'm not the one who never returns library materials like a monster. (laughs) I return them sometimes if I get a bill, usually. (laughs) Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Paul. And welcome to 3DP Mom. Today we'll be talking about Season 1, Episode 15, Shore Leave. So, guys, more like spore leave, right? <laughs> it does that's, look. That's the only lead in I have. It looks like spore planet a little bit, a little bit woodsier, but definitely do, do you, similar. Do you mean Earth? It looks like. I mean, it looks <laughs> like no, a spore planet. It looks like a park in California. That's <laughs> what it looks like. I'm pretty sure all three of those things are the same. <laughs> hmm. But I do like when they cross over to the desert over like the hill. Yeah. It's, yeah, close biospheres. <laughs> it, it, it looks a lot like the place they go to fight people, like the Gorn. It probably na, 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 na. And also like uh, Vulcan. Yeah. It looks mm-hmm. like many places in the TOS universe. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> to conclude this episode on scenery. So weird. Oh, my gracious. This episode is so weird, you guys. This one doesn't i like i kind of yeah this one doesn't really Wait, get there. do we all agree this is a blah episode this is a weird one it's real weird yeah. i i think it's a blah episode but are we all there because if we all agree for once this I will don't, be first i don't love it i okay i'm okay. i'm vaguely conflicted because i don't hate it i i'm mildly bored by it but i also remember it really well <laughs> I think it's that's why it's, I'm saying blob because it's so it's weird. It's meme worthy, right? Yeah, maybe it's, that's it. Okay, all right. Because because like going into it, I mean, there were a few things that I definitely forgotten. I haven't seen this episode in a long time, but I definitely remembered like the Alice in Wonderland thing. I remembered Kirk's weird yeah, like, the like first two minutes. Yeah, right? I remember the, the weird like <laughs> dude from the academy that Kirk had fights with. Oh, Finnegan. Yeah, I remember for like a he fights him for like a half hour. Yeah, it's a long time, and he keeps coming back and fighting him. <laughs> oh more. my gosh! Speaking of that, guys, this episode not only needed a B plot, but also like a C and a D and an E plot. There was nothing happening here. Yeah, it is really thin. It is a very thin plot. Like they try to add suspense by having like that antenna thing show up occasionally. It does not add suspense. <laughs> yeah. I guess they never really close that loop. What? But what's that antenna doing? Well, well, somehow it's like reading their gathering thoughts? their thoughts, right? It gathers their thoughts, and then like that creator makes their thoughts somehow with mechanical beings, just like very quickly mm-hmm. underground. Yeah. So let's toss out there, right? This is a holodeck episode, right? This I had that thought too. Oh my god, I, I have that note. Where is that note? I was. <laughs> It was, yeah, this I, is like holodeck like point early, oh, se- like point seven, you know? Like, yes. If they had had the holodeck in TOS, which they have it in TAS, but if they'd had it, this could have just been that. Yeah, I, I think that would, they're like, they're forming that idea, and but they don't have it yet. Until right. Until you get something but, like this, where it's like... No, this is great, because it starts a long tradition of shore leave episodes. Uh, mm. uh, 
in that they exist. Yeah. I mean, it's it starts a genre, is what I mean. I did have, I found my note about holodecks. I said, if this planet exists, why are holodecks necessary? <laughs> like, if they had found this planet. Well, there's just that, and that one guy down there, right? No, they, there was, like, lots of stuff going on under the surface. Bones was down there, and he was like, there's oh, crazy right. stuff going on down there. And it's And cool. did Bones really die? No, he didn't. I don't think. So he never really died. He just, no, like. No, it was, like. Kirk's just not good at understanding something? when someone's dead. Well, he's, <laughs> he's not, not a doctor. Well, he's not. You know, if Bones is dead, Bones can't be there to say he's dead, Jim, to he's explain dead, Jim, it yeah. to Jim. So <laughs> there's a flaw. Right. Well, I interpreted it as because when Bones is talking about like their amazing like medical treatment, I interpreted it like they brought him back. Oh, I don't think so. Or I think that might be the implication. I feel like it's like it's like the holodeck when their safety is on. Okay, so he was just like knocked out. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I don't. Know. I could see either way. I, I could see Chelsea's point of like, yeah. not that they brought they brought him back the same way that like someone who has a heart attack or something then is would die, but um, you know they resuscitate him. Maybe not like magic technology. Just like oh, you have a bullet wound to the chest. Um, if they have advanced medicine to patch that up, maybe. I don't know. I did kind of also wish that um, if this planet exists, I kind of would like to see the um, next gen folks there <laughs> hanging out. Doing is stuff. this um? Oh, what is that planet? Uh, yeah, they have a similar episode. Starts with an R, doesn't it? Uh, I want to say Rigel, but that's not. It's right. not Rigel. Yeah, is it Rizel? Yeah, Rize. Or Risa? It's not Risa. I think it is Risa. Or like Risa Four or Risa Three or something. Like, it has a Roman numeral after it? Risa 6? Does it really matter? farther away now. (laughs) But anyway. But they they go to a similar planet. Maybe it's the same planet. Maybe it is this planet. But we don't see them on the planet, so it's not as fun for me. Yeah, they always use it as a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's Risa. Yeah. I thought This is Windchime planet, right? It is is super (laughs) Windchime planet. Oh, my God. By the end of the episode. Number one export, Windchime. I wanted to to kill myself. I wanted those Windchimes to stop so much. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. As a musician, I just block, like, annoying sounds from my mind. They weren't annoying. They were just, like, No, they were omnipresent. (laughs) They were just never stopping. It was horrible. I hated the wind chimes very much. Like, at the beginning, I was mildly amused by it, but then they never stopped. (laughs) And I wanted to cry. (laughs) It was horrible. So, at the beginning, so they, a few people come down to the planet, right? And they're checking it out. I, I had a question. So, why are they never concerned or confused when they get to a planet and they say, oh, there's absolutely no animals? Why does that not ever? Uh, yeah, it's. I feel like that should be concerning. I had never thought about that, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, it's just like lot. spore planet, That's spore right? Planet, well, yeah, spore planet doesn't have animals either. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you get there and there's a biosphere and it's like, oh, there's tons of plants and stuff, but, but absolutely no, no animal life. Like, it doesn't weird. really make sense. And again, how are there angiosperms but no animals? Yeah. Yep. It doesn't make sense. You need pollinators. Yep. It was very confusing. Maybe maybe the planet like surface is also made by the people who live under it. That's a good point. Maybe well, that's all the what they said. That was the conclusion they came to, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't think they talked oh, about yeah, that. That's 
That's right. No, when he was examining the no, yeah. um, the body of the with the jouster, the dummy, yeah, um, and he, he said, said that it's, it's made of the same things as the tree and the plants, and even yep. the blade of grass. Oh, so that that would be a good. So it's all it's all manufactured. Sense. I think it was manufactured for them. Interesting. Oh, I missed this hmm. completely. <laughs> That's how so I interpret it. Yeah, oh. the whole environment was manufactured for them. So that would be a, a fun read on it of why it looks like Earth, because the first one down, they were like, well, what do you want it to look like? And they're like, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and so but they like would it. have had to have it already when they beamed down, though. That doesn't oh, make Well, maybe sense. as soon as they started scanning it, it oh, like read true. their database or whatever. Maybe. I took the, the dummy being made of the same stuff as the plant, that, that it was just made of the planetary features. Like it was, it was like organic or something. Oh, that's, that's how I yeah. interpreted that. But I like your idea too. If uh, see, I'm I'm piecing it too much with the holograms, like that it's a holodeck, and he just flips yeah. a switch and like turns it on. But yeah, no, it's I like it's... individually putting trees down. Yeah, and... the way they were, the way Bones was describing it was kind of like a factory. Yeah, that would be very difficult. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, hmm. I see what you're saying. yeah, but speaking of Bones, he gets some in this episode. Boy, he gets compromised like pretty oh, quickly. Oh, I love bone centric episodes. I <laughs> love that at the bad beginning. Bones he's episode, carrying, though. Yes, he's carrying around like a piece of hay to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> like so that's he's like nice how, and folksy. How does he not end up with a drink in his hand at some point? I know. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's an like, excellent question. Sulu is walking around like boy. Like the the thing he is thinking about is guns, which like, a a of all is problematic. But continue. Yeah. <laughs> but like Bones is walking around, and he's definitely thinking of alcohol. So like, why doesn't he just get to a rock and like there's a drink on it? Right. I yeah. I I feel like I mean maybe he was just distracted by Pretty Yeoman. Maybe that's what happened. Well, but, I'm but, also. Why does it take Bones so long to be concerned? So my question was at the beginning, like, is he compromised by the planet? And this is a question that I that I had throughout the whole thing because it doesn't make sense either way. Right. But is it is it like Spore Planet where they are being compromised by the environment? No. Or are they just being motivated by the things that appear? I think it's motivation um, by things that appear. I don't right, think they're being... I think being... that's the read of the episode. Yeah. Right? I think you're right. But then it does not make sense, like, how quickly he's just like, there's a rabbit. And, and he doesn't take the medical stance of, like boy, something's wrong with this planet that's making me hallucinate. It's like, let's track down this rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so like, that didn't make sense to me either. Well, like, he found... should not be, like, kidding around with Kirk. He should be like, look, we need to stop the, like, yeah. landing parties from coming down here. Well, but yep. he found the footprints and stuff, so he didn't think it was a hallucination because he found physical evidence of a manifestation. He, yep. But it doesn't matter. That's just as dangerous. Well, but he still, yeah, but he still was like, but they did stop the, the beam down. They didn't let Because Kirk did, well, not him. But but he still, before, it was before the approval had gone by, though. Like, it, like he had kind of said preliminary, but he was like, hey, Jim, come down and look first. Like, I don't think they were going to let anyone down yet anyway. Yeah, but the it, it only works because he does find the tracks is maybe one way to think about it. Um, yeah, he, he feels compromised. I guess throughout the episode, he feels compromised. Yeah, maybe I kind of thought that too. But on the other hand, him flirting with uh, the, what was her name? Barrows, I think. Yeah, Barrows, the Rand replacement, is so incredibly charming. How is he single? <laughs> uh... See, he's I wrote down that he is, man, he's a creeper in this episode. <laughs> no, I love, I would have totally been like, 
phones. I mean, he would be creepy uh, if she yeah. wasn't receptive to it, but she was, so it was fine. <laughs> um, there's the one scene where she's not, like, when she finds the dress. Oh, that's, that's horrifying. Where, yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's a great. creepy scene. That's um, not great. Before that, he, I, yeah, I would say he's creepy in that scene. The rest of it, yeah, it is pretty consensual. To move from Bones then, right, the next person who gets something is Sulu, and he finds a gun on the ground, and he I, just starts randomly <laughs> shooting it off okay, in the distance. I had notes about this. Okay, like, A of all, I call it. PSA, that's really dangerous. That's terrifically <laughs> dangerous. I, uh, I have several notes about this. First of all, I called it, hey, look, it's Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> Spectre of a gun, also a good episode. <laughs> because I was like, I know Chekhov isn't here yet, but also they're showing a gun, and that means it's going to be fired later because that's the rule. But anyway, yeah, okay, yeah, I had questions about, okay, so uh, supposedly from what, from Sulu's dialogue, he is a gun enthusiast, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. what gun person who knows guns goes, here's a random gun, I'm going to fire it. <laughs> Especially one that's hundreds of years old, it's presumably. Yeah, it's several hundred years old. And he's not aiming at anything. And, no, uh, there are so many. It's very problematic. Very pro- also, everybody starts running when they hear the gunfire. Why would they know what gunfire sounds like? They live in yeah, the future. <laughs> he has to explain what bullets are. Yeah, he has to explain and he, yeah, how and it what works the gun is. and what a gun is. Yeah. So why would they hear gunshots and be like, we should hurry over there? They have phasers. Those don't make those sounds. Yeah, I don't think their phasers work in this episode because there's a lot of points they where don't. they should be phasing stuff. They and, uh, don't work. Man. Well, they, no, remember they don't work. Oh, don't they work? No, they don't work. Because there's the point oh, okay. where Sulu and Kirk are trying to like fire them and they, they do not work. Gotcha. Yeah, man, but, Kirk, Kirk should have held on to that gun then. I know, right? Yeah, the the gun thing was mildly hilarious, but also very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, and then there was the whole Finnegan thing. And then he was just a weirdo. I didn't understand him. Yeah, my question was why didn't Kirk just shoot him with a phaser? But I guess if his phaser wasn't working, he should have well, just thought also, about a gun I, and then shot him, <laughs> shot him with a gun. I, I think the whole point was that it was supposed to be cathartic to like physically beat someone. Yeah, I so think very toxic him in the masculinity. Face. I think like a, a Dick Cheney would have been pretty cathartic <laughs> too, right? Just yeah. shoot I don't that know. guy right in the face. No, he just wanted to like beat the crap out of someone. That is what he says. It doesn't make sense until he says that later. He's like, I've yeah, always wanted end. to beat the tar out of him. And I was like, okay, that's the only way this makes sense. And even that is questionable. Pretty <laughs> and not really in character. flimsy. But yeah. but his other hallucination of the woman he supposedly was you know, into back in the day all right, here's the thing. Sulu is missing, and he yep. sees a flower, and the, like, soft romantic music starts playing, so you mm-hmm. know he's thinking about something. And you're like, dude, you a have lady. a crewman missing. What are you doing? He splits the party a oh lot Oh, my in God. This it's so problematic. We're like, he's talking to somebody, and like, wow, things are problematic, and, like, weird stuff's going on. He's like, hold on one second. <laughs> And then he runs over a hill, and he's like, "Okay, now I need to now I need to fight this guy." And it's just like, "Oh, well, I guess nobody followed you except for Spock, who I guess casually did." But well, and Spock yeah, showing he, up late is just like, "Why? Why bother?" Well, I, I my like read the was beginning. that Spock was just like watching the whole time and like, "Let's let him get this out of his system." Yes. That was my read on it. I mean, I like where Spock, first of all, tricks Kirk and Steve. Yes, I did like that a sure. lot. That was, that was a great a, scene. That was, that was a good very scene nice. at the beginning. But I, too, did not understand why he came down, or I thought it, it was actually better for him once again to be on the ship. It makes sense for him and Kirk to be apart sometimes. Yeah, but nobody yeah. wants that. They're best together. They belong together forever. 
Speaking of that, did you think the opening scene was very homoerotic where Kirk thought he was getting a massage from Spock? Did he? Yeah. And he spoke and to the was... yeoman. He knew she was there and he she walked around him to rub his back. Re yeah. no, re no, rewatch it. Rewatch it. Because huh. he's like, he's like, oh, a little lower, Spock, right there. And then Spock comes around and starts, and he's like, oh, that'll be our all, yeoman. It's very interesting. I don't believe that. Check it out. True. I'm saying play it right now. I, don't believe, I will wait for I you. I believe this is true. <laughs> but I did what? find it awkward that the yeoman was like, like immediately like, oh, the captain's back hurts. I will give him a massage immediately. I'm like, what? Hold on. I mean, hold the on. charitable read is that she's from that she's a doctor, right? But she's not though. She's, she's not a doctor. Yeomans could be doctors, can't they? I guess, but I don't think she is. Look, we got seventeen. We have Doogie Housers all over this ship. I, I'm um, not talking about she's not old enough or whatever. It's more... Here you go, guys. Guys, can is there a way I can link you on this? No, not that I know. Yeah, there is. We're I just gonna have to trust you. Yes, or not trust chat. You. I don't trust you. Uh, not after what you told go me there. before we started. Go this. Click that link. No, click that link. That's the transcript of the episode. And look, he says, "Boy, I'm not I, clicking like, that weird link." No, I'm not, ta- I'm not checking that. <laughs> it says StarTrekTranscripts.com. You little shits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm You're not the one. Like my I'm not the one who never returns library materials like a Whatever. monster. <laughs> I return them sometimes if I get a bill, usually. You heard that. Bill Chelsea, if you want your thing. If you want anything, if you ever borrow anything from Chelsea. There was also another problematic scene, though. It's the yeoman. Is that how you say it? Yeoman. Yeah, it's the yeoman who is, again, there's another scene of, like, pretty clear sexual assault or near sexual assault. And once again... Kirk treats the victim exactly mm. how you're not supposed to treat them. Yep. Yeah. I had a note about that one where it's like, are you sure it happened? Like, are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you've been seeing weird stuff too, Kirk. Like, yeah. But know. like, somehow that's the unbelievable thing. And her dress is ripped. Yeah. But whatever. A lot of clothes get ripped in this episode. So much clothes get oh. ripped. <laughs> Kirk's shirt being ripped is fine. That's Man, there's a, there's a point where Kirk's shirt is like ripped a little bit. And, and then, then it's completely he gets off. flipped and then his shirt is like <laughs> torn asunder. That is perfectly acceptable in this episode. Uh, yeah, the note was, I had a note of like, wow, how did it get that ripped? Like. I like that, personally. I mean, it's fine. But he, he, it was like a throw. He, there, was, there was no mechanism by which it got more ripped. Also, can we just say that Kirk, uh, Kirk, once again, you meet another really important person from his past who is never talked about again mm-hmm. and is never mentioned before. Well, and I mean, potentially two of them, right? Yeah. Two of them. Oh, yeah. But, well, I was referring to Ruth, but yes. Yeah, also yeah. Finn again. Well, and Ruth isn't really explained either. Like, you assume she's just, you know, a lover from the past, but, like, it seems like she was a pretty significant one. <laughs> so it's like, um. Was there a story? Was there a back? There has to, this? to be. Like, but we don't know, and we'll never know. Never know. Yeah, this is mystery forever. Oh, oh God. That's all I have to say, really, about this. Does I anyone that, have anything I, else, please? I think that we didn't talk as long as the fight lasted. <laughs> yeah, that, that fight, fight goes on. That fight goes on quite forever. a long time. So here's the reason why I think this episode, part of the reason at least why this episode is so disjointed and kind of thin and ridiculous, it was still being written when they were filming it. I think it's yeah, still I being written that. right now. Yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> I don't think they... 
don't think they, they finished did not that one finish off. it. Yeah, because Roddenberry wasn't happy with how, like, the writer who first wrote it went a little bit too high on fantasy, he thought, and he gave him a note to be like, too high on fantasy, but the writer, like, misread that note to be like, more fantasy, so they added more <laughs> stuff. So that, More high fantasy. Yeah, so when they, when they went to film it, Roddenberry was like, no, this is everything that's terrible in the world, and I have to rewrite everything while we're filming, and it's going to go over schedule and it did and it was kind of a mess <laughs> speaking of so, abby did you read that they hired an elephant yes and then they didn't and then use they it? couldn't use the elephant they were real mad about it. wow i did not read Which that seems expensive yeah because yeah it does yeah it really does like they oh also that shatner wanted to wrestle the tiger i read that too yeah i thought that was very true i thought that made all of the sense <laughs> i mean the tiger was kind of underused like the tiger just kind of th- showed up and threatened and then would disappear and you know it, it didn't it was sad so it is it is one of those places where like the crew is as a plot device like kind of dumb mm-hmm. that they don't pick up on this quicker um where it's like one or two of these things happening you'd be like oh i see what's going on like I of think of something and it shows pretty up. quick. Yeah. Um, but again, that the plot doesn't move forward that way. But <laughs> it does open up the idea that like if you were down there and you realized it, then you could have anything appear. So what do you think would be the thing that you accidentally make appear, but then the thing you make appear after you realize how this thing works? Ooh. Well, like see, I, I think to both this is a really hard question because mm. I don't know that you can control all of your, your thoughts, thoughts all the time. well enough to make the things appear. Oh, I oh, think you can. You want. Totally, I think you, you could. can. I think it's. I think it's harder to not make things you don't want to appear not appear. Yes. I think that's it's harder. It's the don't think about a pink elephant. Yeah. Right. Um, but once you figure out, oh, I want an ice cream cone, so here it is, Bing. Yeah. Like, I think that's how it plays out. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about though. I think that like all you think of like the million passing thoughts that just like go through your mind a day. Yeah, this some this planet seems to only be picking up on the big ones, right? Because they're not just getting all sorts of random stuff. They're getting the big stuff. Yeah, it seems to be like it's just Yeah, I mean that's like a dramatic uh device. Or I mean this guy's down in a basement putting this stuff together, so maybe he's filtering. It's like, oh, man, that, that guy's thinking about pizza, but uh, I, I'm not going to make a pizza. So I'm, he doesn't get that one, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It's very, I don't know. It's very arbitrary. <laughs> I think I'd be tempted to use it kind of like a holodeck to, like, go to cool places or interesting locations or have interesting experiences. I think So I think the trick is, right, it can't change the landscape. Um at least the way that's what it seems like episode, yeah right um at least not in the short term right if we're saying that the trees yeah. were made and stuff like that but yeah i don't know then i would probably just hang out with fictional people yeah i was definitely thinking it would be um luke skywalker and gandalf <laughs> and then i just have them walking around with me and i think i'd uh, have pretty much any problem solved with those two yeah i might go for that like interest me as much i might like, go for like d'artagnan and like sherlock holmes and stuff like that would be fun i mean sherlock holmes doesn't have a lightsaber no but okay, maybe this is why i hate holodeck episodes you have no imagination chelsea 
No, it just doesn't seem interesting. I'd rather interact with real life people. Lame. Uh, I would rather. No, Holodeck <laughs> episodes are awesome. Holodeck this is just not a good Holodeck episode. I don't like. I don't like like the Sherlock Holmes one. Oh, but they're I usually. The best. I mean, I've watched them all because I realize I need to watch everything Star Trek. But they're not my favorite. There aren't a ton of them. No, there aren't. You um, think there are more than there actually are. But there's at yeah. least one or two every season. Yeah. There's maybe one. There's on usually at least season. one every season. Sometimes there yeah. are more, but there's maybe usually two. at maybe least two. one. There. In the Voyager, I like the Voyager holodeck program a lot more because it's like the beach. Well, you can make it anything, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's the recurring one. It's not like Sherlock's Holmes. Like they also the have, they oh, also they have, have the town. town right? They also have like yeah, the, the Irish town. town. I like that one a lot, too. Yeah, that one gets weird. That one later. does get super weird yeah, later. Right. Oh, I'm only in season three. Don't ruin oh. it, guys. Oh, man, that season weird. Four. You have something to look forward and, to. Well, in DS9, where they start to have um, programs they keep on that get sentient, essentially. Um, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. I'd be interested in that. But yeah, this is a proto- holodeck that yeah definitely i don't know i still like it because that's that's why i, I kind of think that's why i can't really hate this episode outright like it's kind of boring or whatever but it is kind of like proto holodeck episodes and i love a holodeck episode because i want the holodeck to be real hmm. yeah i this episode's not good no it is not great it's not great can we talk about the the villain? I mean, we could talk about the villain in lots of ways, but what did you uh, think about? Is there a villain though? Well, the guy. Okay, the caretaker. He have to be a villain. I mean, the villain's caretaker. like their untrained imagination. Mm, that's uh, the caretaker is definitely the weird alien who has powers. Um, yeah, but I mean, again, it's like a commentary on like our like we're like the villain is ourselves. Mm, no, the villain no. is this guy who entrapped them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Without telling them what was going on. Yeah, and well, he thought they were smart enough to figure it out, and honestly, they should have been. Kirk they should have been. Oh yeah, they totally should have been to smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Again, mm-hmm. the plot doesn't move if that no. happens. But um, no, it's definitely this guy at the end. And also, they just trust him like pretty quick. So oh, it's yeah. a super quick wrap up. They're like, oh, uh oh, we had a half hour fight scene, so we've only got five minutes of screen time left. Better come up with something. So this guy just pops out and is like, oh, cool. Well, I'm going to wrap up everything ni- nice and easy and don't ask questions. And then when you <laughs> do ask questions, like, no, don't ask that question. <laughs> and he then he's like, maybe how you could all work, come down. Sort of. He explains, like, that he has the, like, industrial park beneath the surface and then he makes the things and he gives some closure. But I agree. It's a pretty terrible explanation. Well, and it's also like you could write another ep- you could write an episode where the last five minutes or the first five minutes of an episode where a guy is like, "Hey, my planet's really cool, and you get cool things that you want, and all your crews should come down, and then they do, and then it turns out that he's evil, right? There's no reason they should trust this guy <laughs> just on no, the that's, surface. No, that's fair. That's a fair point. Because there are lots of episodes would just start yep. with that ending, and, and they'd yeah, be yeah, trapped, yeah. and yeah, that yeah. would probably be a more compelling episode. Interesting episode, yeah, probably. Okay, here's a question about the caretaker. Um, he talks about, they're like, where are you from? And he was like, you guys aren't ready for that. Do yeah. you think it's he's... like, <laughs> over there. Yeah. Don't ask any more <laughs> questions. <laughs> Don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Um, yeah. Do you think he's Q? Ooh. Or AQ? Yeah, I meant AQ, but I, I meant do you oh, think he's Q? Oh, I like that a lot. He could be. Because I kind of thought he was Q. See, 
I don't think that canonically in the right. No, moment, absolutely not. Absolutely but, not. I think in in life in but later in hindsight. But in terms of would that make this a much cleaner episode? Yes. Let's go. Yeah, with I that. see what you're saying. This and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got this factory down there that does it," but he doesn't. He's just you know yeah. snapping his fingers. He's just like, "We're we're gonna show this to Bones to make him think there's a factory so that I and don't McCoy break did his die. brain." And then Q just yeah, Q could bring McCoy back yeah, even if true. he was dead. Hmm. I think he that, that would actually be a lot would would fix a lot of plot holes. Let's go with he's Q. All right, let's, I'm like willing to. I don't think that. he does. Also, he he's like the least Star Trekky looking guy that I've ever seen on Star <laughs> he Trek. He looks like he belongs. It's just a person. Like, he looks like he belongs at Hogwarts. I like his robe. He looks like no. He he looks like he's like um, getting ready to like go to his day job on Wall Street. Like he looks like someone who is very boring and normal and regular. He does not look at all like sci-fi, which which is a weird thing to say because. Um, I mean, the costume is fine. I like the costume. I like the embroidery on the robe. I thought it was cool. It was a nice robe. It looked But, comfy. like, he just kind of feels like a guy they pulled off the street and did nothing but put a robe on. <laughs> I mean, he didn't have much to work with. He only had, like, no, but five if you think lives. about, like... If you think about other characters that they have in here, so like random, like Gideon, right? So he had a weird like hex grid shirt, but he also just like looked more classic Trek. True, like Miranda. Yeah, all these people like look like they belong on this show, and this guy does not. He looks like he's somebody's uncle that just wandered onto set. <laughs> maybe that was, maybe, well, who knows what was added in at the Yeah, end. like they just needed like this guy. Maybe he was a last minute addition. Like he was the caterer. Like, you know, he was a character actor forever. I looked at his IMDb page. I mean, what else did he do? I can't so hit me remember. With some other things. I can't remember, but he was, but he was like a, a real person who did stuff. <laughs> was, I mean, a character actor is doing a million little things, right? <laughs> yeah. He, Speaking man, of this episode not being really written, Spock's joke at the end isn't even remotely funny, and they laugh like fools for like ten minutes. It's probably the spores, right? It's the spores. I believe it's the spores. So, uh, so, I hope so. So I think in the writing we're saying this guy is not a Q. Although I do agree that I like that. that yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's but, actually Q. I so just want terms, to believe he is. In terms of how powerful he is, um, I think he's down there pretty close to the bottom, right? Because he's just a dude that has a factory. Uh, but he can kill all of them, it seems. Could he? He kills Bones. He could have killed Kirk. He kills, uh, what, Angela? He, he, he gets, like, automatons to kill them. Yeah, but, I mean, like, he either he regenerates them or or what? I feel like he could have killed them pretty easily. He could have, the same, like, as Gideon could have killed all of them. Like, or Kirk, at least. He had Kirk trapped in a place. He could have just, like, sealed off a room and vented the air. Or like Landrew, <laughs> a little more effective. Um, like I don't, he he doesn't seem to have any clear powers other than having a factory. Like he he doesn't teleport and up the there. Mind he doesn't reading. have. Well, but he does. He doesn't have mind reading. He's got like a telepathy box or something that he holds up behind rocks. Telepathy antenna. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think he could be really formidable. And the only reason that he's not dangerous is because he's some sort of, like, kind being for some reason. Yeah, because for some they, reason. Because they're really smart and they right? need to play. That's what Kirk says. Yeah, I mean, I think if he had decided to be dangerous, 
this episode would have gone to a much darker place. Yeah, then it's just like they have to fight some robots on a planet. I think he would have killed them all. Well, that wouldn't move the plot forward well, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think he could. I don't know. I think he's pretty dangerous. I think he has them in the same sort of, like, glass jar that Gideon did. Okay. And, I mean, Gideon's at the bottom of our list is where I'm looking at, so... um, all right, if that's where you want to put him, I'm not really invested in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's not as he's not up in the the realm of like vampire clouds or space. Oh no, I don't think so. Definitely not like, as definitely written. Not. No, I, I don't know, but I just don't really care. The actor's <laughs> the actor's name is Oliver McGowan, is... by the way. Um, and yeah, basically his IMDb page reads as pretty much he was on basically every TV show. From the mid nineteen fifties through the early seventies when he died, <laughs> like hmm. he he was on everything. Is <laughs> is like he would have like one off um, roles on pretty much ev- everything. It's it's a lot of stuff. I mean, that's what character actors do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was yeah. definitely he was a he a was a working character actor from the mid fifties until he died in nineteen seventy one. So, yeah. But anyway, that works. So I guess do we say this this guy's stronger or weaker than Gideon? I would say strong. Yeah, I would too. Okay, that fits up. <laughs> I'm pretty indifferent on that. Um, yeah, this whole this whole episode is kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the mentality. For we've once got, we right? agree. Like, yeah. We don't often agree on whether or not we like an episode. That's true. Yeah, it's it's a weird one because I definitely like vaguely remember liking it there's definitely parts that you remember like like abby was saying yeah i think it's i think it really is just that there's so many things from this episode that are visually memorable that it makes you think that it's a better episode than it is yeah there's just not there's no meat on the bone right there's like nothing that happens yeah yeah it has no substance yeah they find a planet some weird things happen and then they have shore leave yeah, yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah, it would really work better if the guy came out and explained it right away, and then things got out of control. Yes, actually, that bring... would be cool. really good. And they had yeah. to figure out... And they'd use the elephant. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. could have used the elephant, after all. Well, because the suspense is not, like, the suspense is not effective because it's so easy to figure out, as an audience, what's, what's happening. happening. Right. Yeah. So, like, the weird antenna coming up behind a rock it's like yeah you know i'm sure you're gonna tell me at some point but whatever <laughs> yeah well should we bingo we can yeah. bingo. i mean i ran out of notes 20 minutes ago so <laughs> yeah me too okay. my stuff has been crossed off <laughs> sorry listeners this episode <laughs> is going super well anyway um i just have a couple of clarifiers so uh historic figures oh, chelsea do you think we got uh, oh, yeah. bingo or not Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I think I gotta be there with you. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I mean, there are some cliches, but what are your clarifiers? Okay, so my clarifiers: uh, historic figures. I mean, there's a samurai, there's a knight, Alice in Wonderland, kind of. I mean, do we count historical figures as an actual person, <sighs> or do we count historic figure as just a historic thing? I think by this time, Alice right? would be historic. Yeah, but they're all fictional. Yeah. Right? I mean, samurais yeah. were real. Knights were real. 
Sure. But, but are we talking? Yeah, but they're non-specific. Yeah. So we. T- so a, yeah. yeah, that's my question. Oh man, that's a tricky one. I would say yes, because I would count Alice as a historic character, fictional or not. Yeah, I would. I don't think I would count Alice or, but. Yeah, I would we don't probably... say real. It just yeah the 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 exact wording on the bingo sheet is historic figure shows up. Well, the, the historic implies um, real. Fictional implies. Fictional. Oh, see, I think historic just implies old. Oh no, 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 no. no. no oh, you it... mean someone literally from history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's different. Yeah, so that, I think then I'd probably be on the side of no, but I don't think I have a strong opinion on it. If that's what you meant, then yeah, I think it's no. Okay, no. Uh, all right, space powers? They say it's a factory, but I'm still kind of convinced he's a Q. He's not a Q. He's a Q. He's not a Q. Um, in my brain, he totally is. He's a I think it's space, space powers. Middle, space middle manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's space powers, because even if it is a factory, they're made at, like, lightning speed. True. Yeah, but that doesn't make it... Well... I mean, and they make, like, sentient people at lightning speed, like Ruth and Finnegan. Would we say that... Um, and the weird models that Bones come back with. Yeah, and, like, they that we bring never Bones talked back about. to life. Yeah, Those true. Are space powers. Boy, that's right. I mean, it is space... Okay, it's space powers in that it is poorly defined <laughs> capability to do weird stuff. And he just kind of hands waves it away. So of, whether it's a factory or not, then I yeah, think I kind of count that as space powers. Yeah, I think I think I'll agree with that. All right, um, and then the last one, Kirk makes out with someone, kind of. I mean, it's not a full on, but like you, d- I don't know. I don't know I mean, how he's I feel fighting about that guy, it. You mean? Who does he make out with? <laughs> Ruth, because they're they have like she kisses him. I don't know that he kisses her, so I don't know that it counts. Oh yeah. I don't she does kiss him on the cheek, yeah, right? Yeah. Or do they do they touch lips? I don't think so. Yeah, then I don't think it's getting there. To me, making out has to be lip kissing. Okay. I I kind of agree. I just wanted to bring it up to make if sure. If we had if we had a word it differently, if we had said Kirk kisses someone, then we would probably say yeah. But you're saying he is kissed by someone. It's not that he kisses. Yeah. Someone. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's implied that maybe they're okay, but you, they don't show it. Okay. That's fine. I it was I'm I'm not married to any of this. Anyway, <laughs> it was just a clarifier. This is why we have this time. Um, this 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 episode has drained our energy. It kind of this, has. We're all a little. We need, to, we need to be more upbeat about this episode that we hate. <laughs> don't hate. I no. don't like it, guys. Don't hate. I I still maintain that I don't hate it. I just yeah. I don't think I, I hate don't it hate it either. either. I don't yeah. think I. It's hate just it. not good. It's blah. It's, yeah, yeah it's I don't think there's of... a. I don't think there's enough substance there to hate. No, it's true. There's not. There's no strong emotion in any direction. It's just kind of there. It exists in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So. We didn't get bingo, but actually there is quite a few cliches in the episode. So we got the weapons don't work. There's a captain's log entry. The away team is trapped on the planet. Uh, there's a recurring actor. Um, there, The title of the episode is said several times. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> we decided space powers was a thing. And Spock does say, uh, 
I can't remember if he says illogical or fascinating. He says one of those things, though. Um, I think illogical. I think he does say illogical, now that I think about it. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, we didn't have a square this time for Kirk gets his shirt ripped off. Um, but, Man. But that did happen. So. Yeah, it was very appreciated. <laughs> Man, that, that was about as ripped as Kirk's shirt ever gets. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. super ripped. But yeah, so I, I mean, no, no bingo, but we did have quite a few spaces covered enough to get bingo if they had been in the right order. Anyway, yep, shore leave. We did it, you guys. We managed to get through this without putting oh, our, ourselves please, to sleep. Please pick a better one. Out no of one is listening time. anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't do another bad one. <laughs> well, we might have to. You can't say that out loud, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit it. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, uh, I have... Out of the real life hat. I see it. It has little Star Trek emblems <laughs> all over it. Yeah, totally. That's totally everything that I have. Um, oh, Chelsea, you got yes. your wish for a good episode. Please, please, Lord. Season one, episode 10, the Corbomite Maneuver. Ooh. Oh, thank goodness. I think I might actually have a board already made of this one. No, I don't. How is that? I don't know. <laughs> After the Enterprise is forced board. to destroy a dangerous marker, marker buoy, a gigantic alien ship arrives to capture and condemn the crew as trespassers. <laughs> All right. Guys, I have a story of this. Are you going to edit this out, Paul? I mean, if you tell me to. We can finish <laughs> this first and then you can tell us. <laughs> can we do that? All right. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so next time we will be watching the Corbinite, Corbin, if I can say the words, the Corbamite Maneuver. There we go. That's the episode we're going to watch next when we record that episode. I will totally say it correctly. Um, you got to come up with you? all the other words that sound like Yeah, them. and then ignore them completely. But yeah, so Corbamite Maneuver, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Beam3, at Instagram at 3 to beam up, uh, Our Facebook page is 3 to beam up. You can join us and hang out with us there. Um, and yeah, we will see you next time. <laughs>